Happy Sunday, my lovely congregation, and welcome back to Pussy Church. I'm Laura, an erotica writer and the creator of Tales of Laura, which you can find at talesoflaura.com and at Tales of Laura on Instagram. And today we are back with the Pride Weekend Update. Why DC Comics doesn't want Batman to go down on Catwoman and how to ask your partner to treat you like a pet. Also, I wrote a book of erotic poems and pictures. The sale went live this week, and you can get your copy on talesoflaura.com. Use promo code LAURA10 for 10% off your first order. And now, let's dive in. Amen. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Pussy Church. Ooh, and today I'm here with Aquaman, the one and only. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? Good, good. Good to have you back at church. Thank you for having me again. As always. Um, well, first of all, <laughs> we um talked already before this because we always catch up <laughs> um and you've been getting a lot of messages Oof, yeah tell me a little bit about it please. um i mean i get I'll, usually i get questions from like listeners on the podcast about mm-hmm. you know certain specific sexual acts or <laughs> sexual question related <laughs> concerns uh yeah. today i posted like this you know, question on your story on Instagram and said, um, hey, what would you like to know? And I really was genuinely like seeing if people had any questions or inquiries. Most of the most of the comments or quote unquote questions were uh, <laughs> <laughs> very sex with you. Yeah, very baby. sweet. <laughs> and very um yeah, very uh flirty and mm-hmm. uh Definitely a lot of... Sliding in your DMs. mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. A lot lot of fans. A lot of... uh, Horny fans. Between your legs kind of horny fans. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's so funny to me because I remember when you said this, I was like, I think for a man it's such a compliment to get DMs like that. Like, hey, I would love to fuck you. (laughs) And you're like, oh my God. And for girls, it's like, oh God, gross. I know, right? If if I were to say that a woman, she would be like the most most disgusting person on the planet. (laughs) But how did it make you feel? Um, <laughs> I mean, I felt very flattered with a lot mm-hmm. of the messages. I mean, there were some of the messages that were very like genuine about like what we talk about and and some of the information <laughs> that people get, and some were pretty much blunt invitations to like, "Hey, where are you? Can you come to this city? Send me a pin, baby." <laughs> yeah, like I'd love if you teach me some tricks and be my teacher, stuff oh like that. Oh my god. Yeah. Which is very hot. I love it. I mean, it's pretty hot. I don't mm-hmm. know if it really works like that, but mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it could. <laughs> we were already saying this is Aquaman's road trip, just like going around and like teaching people, teaching the the lessons of the wisdom of <laughs> sexual of pleasure of the pussy, of the pussy, the wet pussy. Oh, just the wet pussy. Aqua. Oh yeah, that's true. Aqua. That's true. Not not like the dry pussy. The dry pussy is like whatever. It hurts the person with the dry pussy if it's dry. It's funny about like wet pussies <laughs> so I mean like sometimes but like in my mind like 
I get very wet. I mean, everyone knows this, I guess, at this point <laughs> on this, this podcast. But um, the funny does. thing, the funny thing about that is mm. that I think I use it in dirty talk mm. to make him feel like he is the reason that I get so wet. Oh, nice! This is so mean to say. I'm not saying like not he's mean. not doing something well. He's doing sure, something great. Sure, sure. But I get wet with everybody. Yeah, like, yeah, that I fuck it. very, very yeah. much. So, so it's not like you i'm like oh my god i get so wet with you and they're like oh my god i know it's crazy and i'm like yeah it's crazy yeah <laughs> right great job baby <laughs> but sometimes too wet is too wet right like the sensation so? gets, yeah i mean for me at least like if i could turn someone on but when they get really really turned on they're really wet like i lose sensation and mm. they also start to lose sensation so you just want the right amount of yeah, if you're really, really wet and you think you lose sensation, though, mm. I think it's just about the angle. Mm. You'll just have to switch positions a little bit. Interesting. Okay, so switch it up, and that's a yeah, good tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's something about it. I don't know. <laughs> something about <laughs> mathematics. <laughs> I think it's pacing more than anything, right? I actually think that that like sometimes you have to change the angle to like still feel the penetration as much. True. Right. I mean, it also depends. Like. Um, obviously of the size of the dick um for us or the size or like the girth or whatever but most of it is actually angle true right so so if i don't feel that much it's mainly just about like adjusting um the position see it's interesting because i feel the same way about like blowjobs too like when i get Mm. a blowjob if i'm sitting in a specific position so long or somebody's like mainly using their tongue for a long time i start to lose the sensation so i have to change it up yeah so sometimes i like to get on my knees and someone's like underneath me or lay on my back and switch it up actually or i'm standing and someone's like yeah if any like well it's funny with the clitoris it's different because like repetitive motion is like something fucking amazing exactly right it's it's the consistency yeah but i mean it always depends you have to like hit the right spot right (laughs) to like stay you gotta find the clitoris but you have to find the clitoris step one find the clitoris that is hilarious do you think that's super confusing i mean today i was posting this like um whatever like photos of like nature that looks like pussies and i dicks. love those by the way oh, they're you did? so good oh that's good I'm glad. they're really like on point <laughs> you can't unsee it like the, can- the one yeah. in canon with a canada cannon it's yeah, sporting, yeah. like it's a huge dick with like <laughs> testicles coming out of a cannon it's like i wish it was the, the person irony. who took that photo because when you take that photo you're like i can't believe i just took this i know right you know you're like, that must I be can't. wild that's oh. crazy Maybe they saw it later, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that must have been a pretty crazy shot. No, but um, a lot of the girls, there was this like map of an emergency exit mm. and it looked like a vagina. And then it says like, you were here and it was like right in the middle and a lot of girls were like, well, still not, no, uh, the guys still don't know where the clitoris is. <laughs> you're here, but you're wrong. You're not in the right spot, though. <laughs> you're definitely in the wrong spot. But like, how does a guy, okay, I'm going to ask you this because I'm actually curious. Mm. How do you find the clitoris? Well... i mean i know but i have one i mean you have one Mm -hmm. i mean i think i think it's challenging for a lot of men because it's the idea of listening to a woman's body when you're touching her and you don't know if she's faking it too which is a complicated aspect of it yeah for sure and also sometimes focusing too much on the clitoris could also get the sensation uh numbing if you don't change the frequency a little bit of how true depends on the girl yeah but usually uh in the vagina 
there is uh, above the labia, there's uh, a hoodie. And underneath the hoodie, if you pull it back a little bit, there's the clitoris. If you take off the hoodie. Yeah. I'm not to, completely. Well, don't take it off. off. Like, <laughs> just pull Push it back, it back a little bit. Be back. gentle about it. <laughs> don't take it fully off. It's not a toy. No, definitely not. No. It is attached, actually. Um, it is very much attached. Can you imagine? It would be detachable. Oh and you God. just like took it off. And, and then like, you put, oh. What if you lose it? Like when you're like, going down on something like, oh, where did I put the hoodie? <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. How, how it looks like. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And you also have, I mean, and, and, and for us men, obviously, I mean, pleasure is very directional sensation mm-hmm. as far as like the mm-hmm. tip, you have the perineum, you have the balls are amazing. I love my balls being played with. It's incredible. Do. How do you like your, uh, your balls being played with? Because uh, I just did that. Somebody, uh-huh. Like, I feel like I know what to do, but I'm sure everybody likes something defensive and <laughs> kind of interesting, you know? If we're at this, like, Aquaman is teaching today. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, for, for me, like, I love the idea of uh, licking my balls first and drooling on my balls and then sucking on my balls. Yeah. yeah. The, the sucking, sucking seems to be a, be a good good thing. Yeah, I love it. It's <laughs> it amazing. seems to be successful. <laughs> oh, my God. It gets me so hard. And also, <laughs> like, the idea, move. like, is you want to start licking first, not sucking mm-hmm. right away. Yeah, you just, I mean, you can do a lot of things, yeah. kiss around, like, just... Tease. Rub it with your hands, yeah, when tease, you're sucking tease, tease. the mm-hmm. shaft. Yeah, and then you go down, down, Ooh. down. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Deep, I mean, not deep. kidding, really. <laughs> I enjoy that, too. I mean. Well, yeah. well, I mean, who doesn't? I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you know what I find is so funny? When mm. you first start dating somebody new or something, as a girl, right, mm. with guys, because we've talked so much about anal and, like, um, yes. rimming and stuff. Um, there's obviously the guys who never rimmed before or never been rimmed before or whatever yeah. and then there's some where you just like get close and then you're like start moaning because they just want you to know so bad <laughs> that you should keep on going then or like, angle their yes, body i want this i want this <laughs> yeah, yeah they shift like their butt up and you're like okay got the message you're yeah, into yeah. it you all like right it. you like it because you're just kind of like testing them and True, if yeah. they're into it they're just like yeah yeah (laughs) they welcome it yeah (laughs) it's very obvious do a lot of girls rim i've never asked you this before um i think it's something that i that never just happens it's something (laughs) i feel like i talk about it beforehand oh oh really where it's like when somebody would would ask me like oh what are you into what kind of stuff you're into Mm. and i would mention rimming or uh, prostate stimulation, essentially. Interesting. Yeah. I just do it. <laughs> oh, well, I mean. Well, I test it, of course. Of course, you guys. You just go straight for it or like? Well, I mean, depending on the play, obviously. <laughs> but I, like that, you go down to the perineum. And if somebody's like really getting excited, you're like, I should probably go Smart. a little further and start Smart. rimming. If he's like, people also like push their body away you know what i mean True. like i've had my finger like close to a butthole before and somebody's like <sighs> and you're like okay well i haven't even touched you yet but like i see that you don't like it you know? sure the so body can, language the yeah. body language is the body very language. obvious very with obvious dudes. yeah i'm sure with women it's harder to read for sure yeah i think also because of the performance issue sure from porn and stuff and that girls are really like forcefully moaning a lot and whatever and then you kind of can't tell what's going on at the moment so that's a common thing like women they get affected by that and they because like for me like i feel like the people that i sleep with that like when we're in a heated hardcore sort of scenario like 
I feel they're genuine. Yeah. But I mean, is it influence? But that's true because that's a good point. That could be very well, much it's like, there's There's several porn things, right, that are sure. really like prominent. Like let's say gagging is like yeah. something that porn really, you know. Sure. So I think girls do it also in order. I mean, I only gag if I have to gag. Like I don't really <laughs> try to perform it. But there is this it's like a huge kind of turn thing. on. Exactly. See? Yeah, it's a huge turn See? on. See? But I'm sorry. I don't fake gagging. But unfortunately, <laughs> because when you're really gagging, it's not as fun as like probably fake gagging. Sure. No. You're like, ah, yeah, this is interesting. The eyes get watery. Oh, yeah, yeah. You start oh, yeah. crying. Yeah. The makeup starts to drip. <laughs> oh, mm. Is that a hot thing? I love it. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dom, so I like to. Be I like very them rough. crying. <laughs> I like them crying. No, don't say that. Not really crying. No, crying. like just the gag reflex. Yeah, it's okay. Not like but literally like tears. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Not emotional. No, it's more physical. Like, yeah it happens yeah. when you can't breathe exactly so it's actually what happens when you i would breathe. usually like hold their head down or pull their head <gasps> really hard or oh. smack their face sometimes damn depends on the partner yeah i don't like the smacking in the face really it's weird. even if it's light like a light, light, light i mean tap. how light are we talking about no, like show me like, like, like a like a oh that's fine yeah that's okay, what that's i do fine. i don't i don't like swing like, yeah okay okay yeah just a tap yeah that's fine but i've been slapped once in bed it was hard oh yeah yeah Oh god! Like full on, like. Oh, that's not good. And I was just—I was sitting. I was like, "Yeah, I don't like that." Yeah, that feels abusive, though. It's—it's it's different when you tap, like versus well, that's, like a, I mean, that's what a swing that's arm. That's whatever. That's whatever yeah. because it's about a sensation, about a play, exactly. and about a power dynamic. Totally. But like a full on slap in the face, I just like my connotation is always gonna be like it's a child, you know, like a child being hit, and I don't. And not in a cute or sexy way. Sure, sure. Right? It's yeah. like I'm sure it's triggering, it, yeah. Yeah, so I I don't it's like one of the one of the only things I don't really like. <laughs> but actually somebody asked me not too long ago what I'm into and what I'm not into in bed, right? Mm-hmm. Like the first time we were kinda of like hooked up and stuff. And I I thought it was funny because at first he was like, What are you into? So I'm like, Oh, this is what I'm into. And then he's like, What are you not into? And for a second I was like what am I not into? Like I had to think about mm-hmm. it for a second because normally I'm so open. I'm like, sure. okay, whatever. We can try whatever. It doesn't really matter. I was like, oh, I don't want you to slap me in the face. That's a, that's a good valid point. Yeah. That's just like the thing. It's not for everybody. Everybody has something else. You know, something yeah. else. We yeah. talked about hard lines, right? Of course. Hard limits, yeah. Like shitting. <laughs> Needles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rape play. Oh, God. I can't. But I mean, <laughs> hey, more power to those who can make it work. Yeah, you know, anything with consent exactly. and making sure that nobody gets really hurt. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think it's a thing. Yeah. To be fair, I think it has like two two elements to it always, right? Like on mm. one hand, it's like don't do anything just because you think it will make you a better lover. Or your right? partner just wants it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's completely pointless. Yes. You're there with somebody together in order to experience something together. Yes, exactly. Um, and that doesn't mean you have to do everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. It has to be both people into the idea, not just... I mean, that, but, but it also that depends on the role play because some partners like to force other partners to do things that they might not enjoy but that's part of the play and that is not part of the reality no exactly you know what i mean there's a difference if we make an agreement to be like oh i want you to like kind of force me it's one thing if you really force me yeah a huge difference yeah that's why i bring up that point because that needs to be that separation correct correct now we are playing and there's a safe word exactly and this is our setup or Hmm. 
you know i mean there's a huge difference true this is all what bdsm is about and where it's actually about communication more than anything else no yeah, because the slapping thing i'm sure like the person hasn't mentioned it to you when he did it like it came out of nowhere right correct yeah so that's that's <laughs> not you know that's not consensual no, it wasn't like consensual. i mean it wasn't it wasn't a big issue i just was like this so rarely happens to me that I really don't like something. And I was, I was more like curious with myself. I was like, Oh, I didn't enjoy that. So it came out, it comes out of nowhere. If that's the case. Yeah. I mean, you know, like if you have like a rougher play, I can see that somebody's like, Oh, I'll just do this, you know? And I've had, you know, I've dated a guy for a little bit, so it wasn't like, but still, uh, I just noticed it for myself that there wasn't something I wasn't. Yeah. 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 Well, we never did our prayers. <laughs> Blessed be the pussy. He has risen. May she open to your touch. Amen. Amen. And that was like a real touch that I put on there. I know. Well, to be fair, something I just experienced, mm. um, and then we'll move on to the gospel, but um, <laughs> it is so curious to me. You meet some people, and there's something about the way they touch you, they sense like shivers down your spine. Mm -hmm. And just like not touch you in bed, I just mean literally touch you. Yeah. On the street. It's beautiful. I know, but it's nuts. And I said this to her girlfriend yesterday and I was like, so when he touches me, this happens. And she's like, oh, you always have that. And I was like, what? And she's like, you tell me about this fucking touch all the time. (laughs) Because it's a real thing to me. Is it? So you're that sensitive to it. Yeah. I mean, it's not with everybody, right? Obviously. But if it does happen, like you can touch my shoulder and I can like feel it through my whole body. And I get so turned on. I'm like, yes, so So sensitive. sensitive. But this is like emotional, obviously disconnected with emotions because this is not like a real sensation. I couldn't just stand there, close my eyes and anybody who touches my, you know, it wouldn't happen like that. Sure. It's just that dynamic. Yes. That is so bananas. That is bananas. Beautiful. Why does it happen? I mean, it's a chemical reaction. It's a, it is a chemical. It's reaction. a chemical reaction. But also, it's how the person touches you too. I think, like, right, how soft or how. Yeah, light. but it's it's more dependent on the person yeah. and not on a specific touch because they can sure. touch me in a lot of different ways and it will happen like a lot when sure. they do it. It's that kind of like maybe like crushing on somebody or something mm-hmm. like that where this happened. But you were, I'm always like, damn, this is crazy. <laughs> like, has this never happened to you? No, I don't usually get goosebumps like that. Oh. I don't. It would be amazing, but I don't. But I have given them, but I have not received. Oh, (laughs) it's out of this world. Only like if somebody's like really on my neck, sometimes I feel it. Mm, The neck is a great sensitive spot. I think that's the only spot I could think of that's like that. Are you ticklish? No, not really. Yeah, me neither. Mm Mm-mm. But that, I, I was thinking maybe this is connected, but maybe not. But anyways, if anybody has a story about that, I would love to know more. Because yeah. obviously my girlfriend yesterday seemed like she hadn't experienced what I'm talking about. Apparently and not. you haven't. And now I'm like, am I crazy? This is it a have, thing? Is it a thing? When like, I mean, it can, somebody can like kiss me on the neck and I could get like wet already. You know, mm. I'd be like, oof, oof. But I think that makes sense if somebody yeah. kisses you on the neck because it's such a turned on mm. spot too. Yeah, but Under it's like, the ear it tingles too. everywhere. Yeah. Oof. I, I've, I've I've heard recently heard that when I was um, I was sleeping with someone and uh, I was playing with their nipples for like a long time like I was mm-hmm. really like, playing with their boobs like <laughs> latching biting like all kinds of stuff and she told me she orgasmed when I was playing with her nipples. <gasps> but wait, do you also touching in a different way? No, 
just, oh my God, she just had a nipple, nipple orgasm. I'm jealous. And she said that she I wanna felt it in her body. whole body. Mm. Like she, like her, the way I was playing with her nipples, her sensation was connecting directly to her pussy. Yeah, it's a and, thing. And she just like spine and like orgasm in her whole body, not just like her pussy. She felt that in her feet. She felt like this tingle, this like little vibration. So I was like, that's pretty hot. I mean, a nipple orgasm I have not had, and I wish I could. I've I mean, I've had, had like a feeling, but like what I was talking about is not even like, um, not sexually being touched, right? In the sure, sense, like, sure. yeah. But the neck, I mean. Yeah, the neck is this, yeah. Imagine the zone for sure. For most people, it's like a roll, roll your eyes back kind of. Right? Yeah. Oof. Something about it. <laughs> There's the hair. It's oof. And now we're going to go to the gospel. gospel. The gospel. Oh. oh. And the gospel is sex news. Mm-hmm. And this week, or this week, this month has been Pride Month. Yes. Right? And oh, today, yeah. actually, or this whole weekend in Los Angeles, was the Pride Parade. Yes. Happy Pride, everyone. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. And today we're going to do a couple stories, or a mm-hmm. few stories, about Pride around the world. Okay. And there's a couple of, like, really stupid shit going on. Like, some stupid shit going really? on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in general, you know, I feel like we live in such a liberal city. Yeah. That for me, and I have a lot of friends who are LGBTQ, and I think, so for me, it seems to be so normal. Yes. Right? And then sure. it's so confusing sometimes when you come out of that bubble and you feel like it's not anymore. Oh, and most right? of the world it's not. Correct. And not, not even... Even here in Los Angeles, right? Like people are homophobic. Very much so. (laughs) I'm like, homophobic? Very much so. Yeah, which is crazy. So, (laughs) it really, really is mind-boggling to me to a certain degree that we put all these rules um, on how to be sexual. In general, that just means what we've said so many times on this podcast, that sex has been used to oppress people, right? Yes. Because it's one of like the, one of the major human instincts. Oh, um, And it's used to oppress people. And so even more so by category, right? Yeah. Just to put labels on something that is actually in itself label-less. Mm-hmm. Because that's a human invention yeah. to separate your sexual interests. Yes. Um, I thought it was very interesting this really great tattoo artist was on the show and she talked about um she's calls herself queer right okay. and i thought it was interesting because she was like i don't want to give myself a label because i want to be able to explore my sexuality in all different kinds of ways with all different kinds of people and don't have to stick to one or then be like i'm a lesbian now i can never have sex with a man again True, or i could see that you know what i mean like yeah, to yeah. not have to be a certain way category exactly because mm-hmm. then even within that category are all these expectations yes so i thought it was really interesting that she said it this way because in my mind i always thought that labels are really great to create awareness of, yes. the, of the spectrum of sexuality yeah. right Especially because it's been so heterocentric. Mm-hmm. And, um, but then really the ideal way would be that we don't need a label anymore. Yes. That everything would be just accepted for whatever you feel like on whatever given day. True. Right. True. Yeah. 
Um, so anyways, for pride. Hmm. <laughs> Pride's a good party sometimes too. Usually is. Usually is. But there's one story that we're going to start with um, that happened this week that's kind of crazy. So Munich, hmm. Munich in Germany, the city, wanted to light its stadium in a pride rainbow, okay. right, for the EU championship. Okay. Um, the European soccer championship. Mm-hmm. And UEFA said no. Wow. UEFA is obviously the, the European uh, yeah, Federation so- yeah, Federation yeah, yeah. of Soccer yeah. that puts on the championship and they said no to it, right? Mm-hmm. The lightning plan um, that was actually meant as a statement against the new law in Hungary, hmm. right? Whose team played Germany on Wednesday. Okay. Um, and UEFA said that the request was too political because of it. Oh, really? They were saying... Quote, given the political context of this specific request, a message aiming at a decision taken by the Hungarian National Parliament, UEFA must decline this request. And I think this is so interesting because they're saying you cannot mix sports and um, politics, but that's bullshit. Yeah, it is totally like they're worried that they will lose their own customers, essentially. Correct. They support something Absolutely. Like that. It's typical bullshit, yeah. But it's interesting because I think the rainbow really stands mm. for diversity and it stands for something very beautiful, right? Why would you not be able to support that? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of economic and political reasons yeah, to not be very vocal. And it's of sad course. because, I mean, I'm sure a lot of players in those teams are of, they could be queer or bi or gay. And, I was thinking about this today and yeah. nobody's out, like as a as an athlete to be out as gay or queer mm-hmm. is so difficult of course yeah. especially with male athletes I yeah think. if you're playing with 11 players every day you know like that's going to be a whole other oh pressure my God, story can you imagine? yeah yeah pressure yeah for it, sure and so which sucks yeah it's 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 really interesting i think that um we're still at this point right like apparently also this month a german the german captain um, manuel neuer Drew scrutiny from the UEFA because he was wearing this rainbow armband in honor of Pride Month, right? Okay. And UEFA wanted to do like an investigation and kind of for, like forbid him to wear this rainbow thing. That's obnoxious. I mean, it's that's fucking crazy. Yeah, that, right? that one is like way off because it, he's he's entitled to do what he wants. Exactly. Right? In the German Soccer Association, <laughs> um, they actually um, talked to UEFA and made them um, drop. The review, but I think it's this is insane, right? Yeah. You cannot even. What if you just want to show support for something that's a symbol of love yeah. and diversity Equality. and openness? Yeah. Yes. No, I mean it's ridiculous because if it's an individual, basically it's different than doing a whole stadium. But if it's a person who decides to do that, like UEFA needs a change in their own leadership. Yeah, but they're only a symbol of our society at large, right? And to a certain degree. Where um this is gonna be interesting. This is gonna be the next story that we're gonna talk about. Um but why um is this cause being used for certain things, right? I think there's a cause about free love and openness and equality that nobody should have anything against. No. But then there's political and economic reasons. And now we come with the economic yeah, reasons. Yeah. I think this is like where it gets really fascinating or frustrating. Annoying. Yes. Yeah. 
the economic reasons for UEFA are clear here, right? Yes. And they don't want to offend Hungary politically, which this is... Do you remember, were you in the show when we were talking about this Hungarian politician who was caught at the sex party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, my that. God. Anyways, for somebody who, who did not listen to this episode, um, the Hungarian government is pretty right-wing, and they... Um, implemented a lot of like anti-gay laws and stuff like that you know one of the politicians was caught in i think it was in brussels a sex party, right? yeah, yeah. At, a sec, at, a, at a gay sex party <laughs> of and, course. He, and he jumped out of the window they caught him when he was trying to jump out the window with like tons of like drugs yeah and that Perfect. was during covid perfect amazing so i think it's you know like that like sentiment of like you are gay and you're in a right-wing party. Fucking asshole. It's insane. Fucking asshole. And hypocrite. This is the whole, yeah, hypocrite. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This is where we're at. This whole hypocritical thing. And then on the other hand, yeah. which is the second story I want to talk about, it's all these companies who do pride campaigns. Okay. And in general, and this is literally everybody really, but I'm just going to rattle some off. Converse, Nike, Beth and Body Works, Doug Martens, Kate Spade, Levi's, Mac Cosmetics, Target. Like, it's everybody's doing a pride campaign. Okay. Is that weird though? Because I, I, I've seen that meme, like, where people show the logos of each company on LinkedIn, how every month it's the same except for Pride Month, they just put the rainbow up. Yep. There's a definitely, like, it's kind of like the same thing as the UEFA, right? But mm -hmm. just like on a reverse psychology realm. Notice where I wanted to, like, go with yeah, it. Totally. Yeah. And, yeah, and you yeah. caught it. Because for me, Obviously. So a lot of these companies donate to LGBTQ um, nonprofits, sure. right, during Pride Month. Mm -hmm. But then they do these campaigns that nearly feel a little icky. Yeah. You know, to just put a, to put a rainbow on everything you yeah. sell. The suit, I saw the suitcase company do this like Pride Month special and they had like the suitcase with like a rainbow on it. I'm like... Okay, it's a little far-fetched, yeah. you know, and I feel like you do that to jump on a bandwagon to sell more of your of fucking suitcases, which is like nothing to do with anything. It has nothing to do with pride. No. I think it's great to like support equality, but why don't, why don't you do that all year round? Yeah. Why don't you just give money all year round and not just because it looks good during one month in the year. To sell where it more. Fits, yeah, 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 yeah. To sell more. Where it fits your agenda. It's ridiculous. I wonder though, is it still good to create awareness like that? Does it help the cause of like spreading equality? Absolutely not. Okay. I think I think there's other smaller companies or mom and pop shop businesses that actually do a good job promoting the cause and they don't have the same sort of capital as these bigger companies. But this is companies trying to take advantage of an event. It's like the same thing with Black Lives Matter. A lot of mm. companies also started taking the Absolutely. slogan and pretending all of a sudden or that they do care. Yeah, or Juneteenth or, yes. you know, or stop Asian, stop Asian hate. Like it's nonstop marketing tool to take advantage and exploit a cause, you know? Yeah, I was wondering because on the one hand, it makes it more um, quote-unquote commercial in the sense that it's everywhere and people are, um, used to it more right yeah, yeah. so it seems more normal quote unquote if all these companies do it and embrace it sure but That's, like you said yeah. if where is the line the yeah. line of like using it for sales using some like really activism 
activist costs and yeah. using it just to sell more sneakers it's disgusting. seems kind of gross. It is disgusting. And people could gain awareness from their community, their family, their friends. I think that's the way it has to happen more so than Nike throwing a shoe with a rainbow on it. Totally. And like we should talk about like sex education. And yeah. we, should talk, we should talk about like how to In promote schools. rights and laws that protect people, you know, yeah. of different genders, yes. trans people. Yes. And not like have whatever fucking rolex to a watch with yeah. like the rainbow colors on it no it's fucking dumb you know it's typical just, typical yeah this is like where it becomes so bizarre to me yeah it's typical they always try to capitalize on other people's struggle to express themselves and get where they need to get without any sort of consideration to their journey or mm. or you know i mean the lgbtqia is a huge pool of people millions of yes. people so to them, it's like, oh, I'll sell more to these people now and add them more to my demographic of sales. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure like a lot of people in that community are smart enough to see through that, you know? Yeah. Because companies like Target will never understand. I mean, know? that's a joke. It's you not like I they mean? pay their employees properly anyways, you know? <laughs> no, we're not really talking about equality anyways. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, I find that really interesting. And I, and I wonder what would be a good way to do it. You know, how could we have... Um, create more awareness, like we said, obviously sex education stuff, but how can we create more awareness in pop culture? Yeah. Right? Because that is really stories, storytelling is what really changes people's minds and make them feel um, like it helps us understand somebody else's experience, right? True. And I think that's why, for example, movies are so good in like helping create empathy yes. for people outside of your own world. Absolutely. Right. Um, so probably it would be a better cause yeah. <laughs> to give um, more LGBTQ creators a platform or, you know, watch different things that are created. Books, films, yes. music. Yeah. I would love to hear stories like people would message you and send us stories about their journeys or experiences. I would love that. Yeah. yeah. Some yeah. people from the LGBTQIA community. It would be great to shed some light on that or how they feel about commercialization of their yes, cause. Yes, it's interesting because somebody, maybe somebody is like, hey, I actually think this is great. Like yeah, it just like, gives us a bigger platform. and like, Which I'm sure some do think that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's more difficult if you're not, um, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yourself, gay or whatever, to like fully understand what that means. I just saw it from the outside and I was like, this is kind of, it's rubbing me the wrong it way. It is, it is. It's still wrong. It's still a little yeah. sleazy. Which is interesting because I was just talking about movies, so this is bringing us into the next thing because Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and everything, they have like for Pride Month, they have a section <laughs> where you can watch movies yeah, that are LGBTQ. They do them Black Lives too. Yeah. But I feel like, could you not have that section for the all of the year? You know what I mean? And do we have to separate it again? I mean, maybe we, at the moment we do. Maybe it's like the labels. Sure. In order to create more awareness in the beginning, you need the labels. Like the pronouns. Yeah. Exactly, like the pronouns. Yeah. On both sides of the fence about a lot of those labels. I think it creates a little bit more segregation. Yes. Rather than too. commonality between people. Yeah. I understand that some people, for them, it's very important. And I get it. And I respect that. But I feel like we should talk more as we so we don't have the, the segregation between mm. categorization of people and their sexuality and their skin color. I feel it it hurts more than does well. I think it's important to be aware, but maybe 
less categorically speaking way, you know? Yeah. I mean, ideally we're all humans, right? We are, and yeah. we would do like more like a humanism. Exactly. <laughs> but <laughs> and it shouldn't matter what you like to fuck. No. What gender you have. Or what how color you, look you are. Like. It's ridiculous. Exactly. It's exactly. ridiculous. Um, so just to like round that up, we, um, I wrote a newsletter a couple of weeks ago, I think for in the beginning of June, mm. about five movies mm-hmm. that are LGBTQ that I think are really great. Okay. So we're going to do it anyways. We're going to be like Netflix. Nice. But I'm not selling anything. So this is just for you. <laughs> if you want to educate yourself Movies. or just watch something that yeah. is maybe outside of what you experience or is exactly what you experience and True. you don't see very often. Mm-hmm. So first movie is Paris is Burning. Okay. Directed by Jenny Livingston in 1991. Mm-hmm. And this is a documentary about the New York City Harlem drag ball competitions. Oh, I haven't seen that. It is so fucking good. Um, it's like shot during the 80s and it like intimately portrays black people, uh, like black or brown people, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and like in their drag queen life. Awesome. I mean, it's also super sad. Yeah. Because of all of the harassment that they have to deal with yeah, and everything. Yeah, I'm sure. But um, <clears throat> it is crazy. And there's this quote from the movie. And it's, some people say that we are sick or crazy. And some people think we're the most gorgeous, special things on earth. <laughs> that is beautiful, actually. But I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. Actually, one of my neighbors is a drag queen. Mm-hmm. He was just talking about his shows and how he puts them on. And like mm. sometimes when he talks about it, I'm like... I don't even feel like a woman anymore. I'm like, I don't know any of those. You know? <laughs> I don't take that much time like thinking about my outfits or yeah. like the way it just. Um, and when I've seen like drag queen competitions, especially in San Francisco. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you're more like a woman than I am. Like I, yeah. I'm going to move my body like this. So serious. feminine. Very serious. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And they kind of like it's encapsule yeah. this like woman, hmm. this like special woman. I feel yeah. Like. Super cool. Second movie is Call Me By Your Name. Love that movie. Directed by Luca. I cannot fucking pronounce his last name. Do uh, you know? Guadagino. Gu- Guadagino? Giorgino? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's hard to pronounce. But it's a great film. Okay, France, 2017. Um, Great film. Great film. Tell us a little bit about it, please. Well, it's a beautiful story that takes place in uh, Europe of this young 17-year-old who meets this older guy who's visiting uh, his mm-hmm. father and they develop a little romance yeah in the summer yeah oh my god it's so romantic it's gorgeous they shot <laughs> I, re- I remember i reading like they shot the whole film on one single lens really yeah the whole film same lens the whole time it's just this really it's like very intimate intimate kind of tender yeah sad too a little bit yes. like that the way that they fall in love and they can't and like that whole struggle of yeah. Um, admitting it to each other, to themselves, and all of these things. Yeah. Beautiful film. Gorgeous. Third, third movie. Blue is the warmest color. Directed by another director. I cannot pronounce. <laughs> he's, I think, uh, Tunisian or. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's Tunisian, but it um, was shot in France, 2013. Abdel Latif. Kashish. Kashish. I'm just making. This I think up it's like close. It. Yeah, I hope it's close. <laughs> I was not a big fan of that film. Really? You didn't like it? I didn't like it. What did you not like about it? It dragged to me. Oh. It wasn't believable. I wasn't invested in them. It's not like Call Me By Your Name. I felt like a lot more Mm -hmm. invested in it. So what is it about? So just people know. Oh. 
I mean, I guess it's about a young girl who meets this very sort of mirror reflection of her, but in this like more edgier character, and she falls in love with her. Uh, it's also in France, right? Yeah. Yes, also French. Also France. Um, but it's like a three-hour film about the relationship of these two. But it's like young love. It's like that first feeling of love and that kind of um, exploration of it. No, don't you think? You Same think thing that? with Call Me By Your Name because he was True. like 17. Yeah. 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 So young. Yeah. I thought it was actually, I thought it was kind of beautiful. Mm. Also, I think the sex scenes are pretty sexy mm-hmm. between the girls. I mean, I think what I didn't like so much is the ending, but I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. 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 Me neither. <laughs> but you don't, know, yeah, let's not. Yeah, let's not spoil it, no. <laughs> but um, I think it's definitely worthwhile watching. Yeah. Number four, Moonlight. Oh, great Directed film. by Barry Jenkins, USA, 2018. Beautiful film. Yes, what is it about? Well, it's about this young kid, Chiron, and his like mm-hmm. three different phases of his Chiron. life. Yeah. It's interesting because I feel like the movie like almost too subtly focuses on the sexuality. Yeah, I kind of like that about it, though. Yeah, yeah. I like that it's, like, not... It's not there all the time. It's not, like, the the banner it all, like... No, no. It flies on or something. No. But it's, like, subtly shows this um, this journey. Well, it's um, obviously about this one character, and you see him in three different phases of his life, and three actors play him. Yeah, play this character's heroine, yeah. As a kid, as a teenager, and as a young adult. Yeah. The fact that he's um, attracted to men is small, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's more about his sort of coming to terms of being a man, and also Mm. what does that mean? And a gay man. And a gay man, and also what does that mean sexually? Because by... Because the, when he was in the beginning, early part of his life, he seemed like a very sensitive, quiet, soft-spoken yeah. boy. And by the time he became a young adult, he was like very tough, rough, big. Whereas Durag has a grill, like muscular. Totally. Yeah, so he has like a whole different transformation. Uh, and a lot of it is also connected with his relationship with his mother. Correct. Uh, which who is, was a drug addict. Who was a drug addict yeah. in the film, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful film. Definitely recommend it. Yeah, and I think it's also it. it sh- I think it is interesting to show, like these kind of subtle. Because listen, if your sexuality doesn't define your whole being, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's part of who you are, but you're also a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So to be like, if I'm now, you know, the fact that I like to sleep with men doesn't define my whole identity. It shouldn't. Right. But often I think this is like how it's portrayed then. Culturally, yeah. Yeah, because we are really at a different point where a, a character is can be gay, but it's not just about the character being gay. Exactly. You know what I mean? And that would be, be fucking nice. Yeah. Because if it's always like the biggest point about that character, mm-hmm. we just like make it seem like that's all that counts in their life. And they have nothing else to offer. <laughs> yeah, and nothing else to do and nothing yeah. else, you know. Nothing interesting going on in their life besides Correct. their sexuality. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's really important. That's why I like that about the movie. But that's what builds our sexuality is what's outside of our sexuality because that defines how we vocalize our sexuality. In what way do you mean that? Well, the way we live our life, the way we interact with mm. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way true. we see ourselves, yeah. Yeah. Outside of it, yeah. Fifth movie, The Handmaiden, mm. directed by Park Chung-wook, South Korea, 2016. Great film. Great film. Great film, beautiful film. Great director. 
Great director, absolutely. <laughs> and this is obviously not necessarily um, a love love story, but it's mm. a sexual attraction between two women. Yes. That I think was done really well. But there's some people who I think criticized it for it having a little bit of a performance thing, but I think it was part of the movie that they were kind of like performing their sexuality with each other to yeah. like figure out what their sexuality even meant. Sure. And the time period too, yes. right? Yeah, I think it plays a part with the dramatization of it. It's a Victorian thriller, yeah. in Korea. Um, yeah, so so what do we see? Mm. See a lot of scissoring. <laughs> see a lot of sweaty hot sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's really a very psychologically uh, manipulative game that's played by the I don't know how to describe her um, like this um, woman of means yeah. and her uh, handmaiden essentially Correct. who she uh, tricks her into loving her but for like source like sense of vanity and narcissism in a lot of ways very interesting power play dynamic for, yeah, sure. for sure and how she transforms a handmaiden towards the end like how she becomes a very different she becomes very confident in her own in a lot of ways great fucking film yeah. definitely highly recommend it handmaiden gonna go to our worship section worship 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 is erotic art Mm. and today um i'm expanding the category a little bit because it's kind of a little bit of gospel but it's erotic art so you know (laughs) fusion exactly it's a fusion so in an interview with variety last week Mm. the creators of the hbo max adult animated series harley quinn Mm -hmm. revealed that a scene depicting batman performing oral sex on catwoman (laughs) was blocked by dc entertainment makes sense because quote heroes don't do that Heroes don't go down on each other? No. They don't have time for sex? Mm-mm. That sucks to be a hero. So this came out, right? Mm. And it, like this whole like shit storm was um, released on Twitter mm. with all like, you know, comic fans and like people talking about censorship of female pleasure. Um, because I mean, with Batman, apparently it often was hinted at that he had sex or something, but yeah. never that he would go down on a girl. No, and it's usually PG 13, nothing ish to- though, but there's also a lot of violence. And in this show, apparently there's a lot of adult language and everything, Sure, but then you can show tons of violence, but not that a woman might be pleasured. It's an animated show, right? Um, it is. Mm-hmm. So is it like, but it's geared for adults? Yeah. I mean, it makes, I think. But it's yeah. R-rated, so... It's oh, not. so it should be adults, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what's the problem with Batman going down on Catwoman. I don't know either, but this is really funny. So this She could hap- be purring. So this happened. <laughs> this happened. And then Zack Snyder. Mm. Um, this whole shitstorm on Twitter goes on and on and on, right? Of course. And Zack Snyder um, posts an image he drew of Batman going down on Catwoman. Wow. And I'm going to show this to you now because this is our bodyguard for today. Mm-hmm. I say Zack Snyder. 
Zack fucking Snyder. He's fucking giving us erotic art. He's giving us erotic art. Could you, can you yeah, believe it? Yeah, which is a four-hour film. Oh, man. gee. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell everybody who Zack Snyder is. Zack Snyder is a Hollywood blockbuster director who did Justice League, Superman Returns, 300. He drew that? Great. I mean, apparently he did. Unless somebody else did it, but damn, great job. So, um, yeah, so That's a pretty we hot see, angle. Uh, no, we see Catwoman lying on a table with Oof. her boobs almost popping out, and then and her head like leaned back and uh, uh, with her legs pleasure. wide open, and Batman's wearing his cape and cowl going down mm. on her pussy with Gotham in the background. Oh my god, dang, so on much the better. Rooftop. I mean, to be fair, if that would be in the show, I would watch it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm curious. <laughs> but all these people were making fun on Twitter, and they're like, "Why do you think Batman has this outfit where only his mouth is free if he doesn't go down?" Oh on- come on! <laughs> yeah, he's doing it to eat pussy, sure. Because oh Bruce Wayne God. doesn't eat enough pussy, huh? I mean, he better eat pussy. Why yeah, Bruce Wayne's he? fucking all the time. He's the Playboy guy who has like two women in his cart in his front seat. Like, exactly. Yeah. So to be to be like he can't. Well, okay, they cut it out because they don't really show much. But they could have just at least um, insinuated it. Subtly suggested exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. because this is where we actually create the change that we were talking about. If we have yeah. stuff in pop culture yeah. that actually shows different aspects of sexuality, yeah. then it will become more normal also for kids. You don't have to necessarily show like, um, I don't know, a comic pussy in like his lip. You know, like it's not supposed to be like full on porn. Yeah. But you could suggest things, you know. Sure. So it becomes more normal for everybody that people do go down on girls. It should be fine. Warner and DC. heroes are not selfish lovers, are they? <laughs> no, they love all mankind and they want to eat all their pussies. Which you know, I think the problem is just like that a lot of people still think to a certain degree that like being a man, man means that you do not do these kind of things. Really? Going down on a woman doesn't make you a man? It does. Yeah, but like some men think it doesn't make oh, them... Oh, I'm sure. Really? I'm sure. Why? Because you're in a position of pleasuring somebody and people literally have these insane ideas of like sex being just about who wins this game and it's just not really? this way. That's sick. Because to me, like I can't get it. I can't keep a heart on if I'm not pleasuring a woman. Oh, really? Yeah, if a woman's just playing with me, I'll, I could get hard, but I'm not going to stay hard if I'm not, like, touching Interesting. her. Interesting. Yeah, I need I need to be eating her out or fingering her ass or something. Yeah, it's nice, yeah. 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 I actually was, like, um, dating, me more. I was dating this guy once, and, like, he couldn't even stand me, like, blowing him for a long time without him being able to touch me meanwhile. I'm a lot like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was what? always like, come, come, move over, move over. Exactly. Because he was just come like, he, he would want to just like finger me <clears throat> while I blow him. Just yeah. to get, you know, yeah. It makes sense, right? It does. I mean. I mean, why wouldn't I? It's sweet. I don't want to just <laughs> like sweet. lay down on my back the whole time. It's like, I'm not moving. Like, how, how's the blood going to flow? I know, but like, I'm the other way around. I mean, if, if, if you're licking my pussy, I don't necessarily want to blow you at the same time. You don't like 69? <sighs> Amazing. <sighs> It. Well, it's fun as an interstitial, mm-hmm. but um, I can't really come during 69. Oh, wow. I'm too, con- um, too, um, distracted. too distracted. Yeah, yeah because I want to blow. And, yeah, <laughs> I want to blow him right and like I want to pleasure him. And yeah. then I can't. Then I forget about my own pleasure a little bit yeah. and I get less sensitive. Like suddenly I don't yeah. feel it that much. Yeah. So I need him to like kind of 
pay full attention to me without me having a dick in my mouth. You know? I see, I see. But I like it as like a fun play thing, sure, but sure. not as a, this is how I'm going to come tonight. tonight. Sure, sure, sure. I just kind of I love it. Yeah, well, I just wanted to ask you, can you come? Which is the dumbest totally. question. Yeah, of course, 69, dude. yeah. Of course, you're a dude. Yeah, but there's some positions I wouldn't. Like what position that you don't come uh, in? Doggy style, I don't always come in. Really? Yeah. Somebody also just told me that, that they don't like that as much. I like it, but I come, like I like more when a woman's on top. I come better that way than when it's really? doggy style. Yeah, yeah. What about missionary? Definitely could come that way. Right? It's the easiest position to yeah. come in. It's easiest also- for a man or a woman. I think it, it is. I don't know. That really depends on the man to me. And the woman's anatomy. Correct. Like but, for me with a missionary, it's a, it's a great position. Yeah. But um, I it really depends on, I'm sorry, the dick and the technique of the man, <laughs> if I can come in the position. Because yeah. there's doggy I would like a lot. Sure, sure. Because sure. it penetrates my G-spot a lot better most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's the curvature. It's the curvature. Well, it depends on the curvature of the... We don't want it to tilt down. You want to tilt up the whole time. <laughs> it's so funny. The different ways of dick bend. Yeah. Sorry. To the left. <laughs> to the left. To, to the, the left. left. To the right. To the right. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it doesn't really matter which direction, I guess. Well, the girth is what matters. Yeah. It's actually funny. I once slept with this guy and his dick was pointing down. See, that's what I was talking about. That's kind of weird. That's a little weird, yeah. You'd have to fuck him like Amazonian style. I mean, the dick doesn't like stay, like it bends like back in when it goes inside Normal. of you. You know what I mean? It has to bend like, it's kind of weird. I don't yeah, know what happened. It's possible. <laughs> oh, is there any movies that you can think of where there's a great kind of lingus scene? Yes. I was actually asked about that today in the story. I recommend oh, it. Because there's, um, yeah, a Domino sub there asked me they wanted to watch a movie tonight, but they couldn't find it. But it's a European film called Anatomy of Hell. Okay. I with, don't even know this. It's a really good film uh, with Amira Kassar. She's in Call Me By Your Name. She plays the the mom. Ah, okay. And a uh, uh, popular, very popular Italian porn star. What's his name? Uh, Rocco. Mm, oh, that guy. Yeah, the Rocco. Loony. He, yeah, Rocco's in it. Oh, Lord. There's it, a crazy documentary about there's him. A whole, yeah, I've seen it. And there's oh, like a whole God. like long sex scene of her on her period and he takes out her tampon and he's fucking her on her period it's really nice nice and he comes on her face in one of the scenes oh wow wait is this a porn or a movie no it's a film by a female director actually oh interesting yeah anatomy of hell check it out and now we're gonna go to confessions 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 and confessions are questions and stories from you guys and answers from us. Yes. And today we're going to answer a couple of things that Aquaman was asked. Mm. Mm. What is it? Bring it on, baby. So Bring it on. let me see. So I had somebody message me today um, uh, a couple of questions. I think she was having a hard time identifying the exact way to ask it. Uh but the mess but she started the message this way she's like any ideas on how to introduce pet play into a very traditional but fast growing marriage pet play pet play yeah uh-huh, okay i'll be the one ask, asking how to be uh, a good pet questions in your next q and a she wanted to to see if we could propose on the q and a so she says so i don't really know what my question is but hubby and i play 
talk about me being his kitten. Mm-hmm. But I'm too shy to tell him how horny it makes me. I know he's into it, but now what? Oh, she wants to go further with yeah, it. Okay, exactly. so they just have like some dirty talk about her being a kitten, but she actually wants to be treated like a kitten. It sounds like she she's... wants to play that game. Yeah, yeah. Further, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, as always. Yeah, right? Communication. No, but I think it is difficult. But I do understand because this is like obviously a huge difference between like, oh, I'm your little kitten. And he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. To like really doing pet play. Right. There's a difference. Of course. (laughs) And I get that that might be like more difficult to propose. Yes. But I think maybe one step at a time. You know what I mean? And you could just play in bed and like become more kitten-like and see how that feels like, you Mm -hmm. know, and just kind of see if he wants to play along with you mm-hmm. or even in bed when you, while you're playing this kitten you could be just like asking him you know mm-hmm. can we play this a little bit more and you know maybe you don't have to sit somebody down and have like this big talk about it <laughs> clearly if you want to do pet play with like costuming and everything like that please ask it. Fun, yeah. <laughs> please, please tell them before now that you show up and <laughs> you yeah. have no clue what's going on exactly <laughs> yeah i mean she she calls she calls her partner master oh okay so their dynamic is obviously oh it's already set up like yeah, that oh yeah. he's not gonna have any problem i think he will be open to it if you really like if he's already your master, he's you see she's she, yeah she's <laughs> saying she he's into a little bit of the kitten thing, but I think she's definitely like you said she wants to go further with it, mm-hmm. and I think like, there's no harm at all for you to just talk to him about like how how far you want to go with it. Do you want to you know yeah. have a do you want to dress up as a kitten? Do you want to wear like a certain outfit? Do you just want to play around, roll around? Is it more like? non-vocal like how mm-hmm. how would you like to be played or pet like a kitten totally and i think it, but if it seems like they already have a relationship that has like some B- bdsm aspects yes, to it yes. so i think that will be way easier to propose i, th- I would think so but you know what? because if somebody doesn't have that at all then i would think it'd be more difficult to talk about because a full costume will always be i mean as my story of i don't know I mean, I've talked about this in the podcast several times, but I was um, sleeping with somebody for a little for a little second who yeah. wanted to be a dog. Oh wow! Did you remember this? Story? I remember that. Person. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I thought that 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 was really interesting. I was super curious about trying it out and everything. Yeah. But um, I saw his uh, costume, I guess, hmm. and it kind of like made it less attractive to me yeah it's not something you're into right because he had like a collar and a leash and paws and a mask but not like because i was like for a second i was like oh i was just gonna role play like we're kids you know you're just gonna pretend you're a dog and i'm your owner and like i can do this but then when all this like bdsm gear came about i was like now it's a little much right i don't know if i can have you eat off the ground (laughs) like it's you know it's gonna like fucking scare me yeah (laughs) i'm just like i don't know if i want to do this your psychology but if you already have it set up like uh, master and slave this should be just like a different version of it yeah i think i think it depends on the dynamic like uh, obviously like with the person that you met i mean you guys don't have the master slave sort of dynamic so i think there's yeah. a lot more comfort or a lot more openness if you have like that that trust sort of dynamic mm-hmm. 
I mean, we did, we, did, we, we did some switch stuff, but I think if you, you know, if you switch around and you mm -hmm. play with dynamics, mm -hmm. but if you go into a full on role play like that, that's definitely way more, you mm -hmm. know, that's, that's just a different step further along True. where a lot of people actually go to doms, right? Yes, yes. And if you don't have that relationship, like you said, set up already in your relationship, it will be more complicated to get there. Yeah. Totally. It's just totally. a different process, right? You have to yeah. learn how to do it. I mean, research. even I, even I researched quite a yeah. bit for a second because I was like, I'm interested. And then there's like all the commands you have to give and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Like how you have to really treat them like they're an animal, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, well, if you think there are too many things to me, True. like have the dog like, you know, lick you. Like your it's pussy. It's a whole thing. It's, it's a, a whole too much process. For me. I just don't want to think about a dog licking my pussy. So I didn't really compute mm -hmm. um but for her i think this could be just like a sexy suggestion i think so i think he would be into it i think you should definitely talk to him and actually guide him through it mm. kind of how you want to be pet how you want to be treated that's what a great of, idea yeah mm -hmm. yeah guide him through it show him even if he's your master it's fine to show him that well especially when it's still the setup of the game right yeah yeah because a game doesn't have to start like you know without ever discussing anything it needs to True. be discussed yeah. oh this is fun though right a kitten also seems like a little bit more fun than a dog because there's like a little bit more like schmoozing and like cutesy stuff going on as well maybe <laughs> okay what else um well there's also some really good comments but there's also good questions uh, another question is how to convince my partner to try prostate orgasm he doesn't let me oh well listen to all the episodes with him <laughs> where we talked about ass play i talk about it all the time i love it <laughs> literally like every episode aquaman is here we're like ass to ass yeah, ass, like. to ass prostate play rimming <laughs> it's just yeah. a constant um topic um, I mean, if he doesn't want to listen to this podcast. Uh, I think well, that's I mean, a good start, actually. I think it might be. It might be a good start for him to listen to maybe to another. episode yeah, where we talked about it a lot. And a man's I mean, Ask to Ask, literally, this is the title of one episode yeah. where I talk about um, having sex with like a double-sided dildo. anal dildo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we definitely talked about um, rimming and stuff. I think that be a good thing. To be fair, one thing has to be said. Mm. If your partner really doesn't want to do something, you can't force them. Of course not. Right? And so it's kind of pointless in that sense. I think there is ways to like open somebody's mind. Yes. But um, just also accept that if that doesn't work, to, that you have to respect boundaries. I agree. I mean, my, my, my suggestion was like really try to first understand why he's not into it. And then so mm. kind of slowly, gently walk walk him into it. I feel like using your tongue or rimming is a good way to start. Absolutely, that's versus true. Versus the finger right away because it's a lot more invasive. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, if my partner talked to me, I would at least try it or be consider, consider the idea because it ultimately is about his pleasure, even though she will obviously, she sees pleasure in giving him pleasure. But for him, it's about his pleasure too. So he should really consider if he's listening to this to mm. try Hi. it. Hi. <laughs> hey, trust me, dude. It's great. You should definitely give it a try. <laughs> but start with start with the tongue and, and you know, work on with a smaller finger and 
you know, make sure yeah. it's lubricated enough. Uh, whether, Definitely. Yeah, saliva that. or lube or whatever. If you're starting out, I would do lube. I like saliva. I think it works. Yeah, it depends on your asshole. I don't have anybody use. Yeah, I, have, I guess I have a big asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't need lube. Funny. No, but I know yeah. like with guys who do a lot of anal play, their assholes are bigger. I know yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know a lot of it, but it's not, it doesn't, I never feel like myself needing a lube. Well, usually also because I'm proportionally a lot bigger than most of the women. That so their little fingers are. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. little fingers. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. It doesn't become an issue in that regard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, for me, yeah, like you said, why does he not want to do it? And know that our society has a lot of connotations about that, right? Yeah. About um it being maybe gay mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. as we talked a lot about pride and the spectrum of sexuality yes. and like how these labels don't really mean anything in the sense of your sexuality is yours and has so many aspects to yes. it and if this pleasure honestly though i mean if you tried once and you don't like it like you don't have to ever do it again like a little bit like what i said earlier when i was slapped in the face I guess I tried it, you know, True. and I wasn't angry or anything. I was just like, ah, oh, I just tried it. I didn't like it. I think that's okay. You know, you know, your limit. Exactly. But don't, but don't say, I, I, I'm not a fan of like the whole no until you try it. Unless there's an obvious direct reason of unsafety or something like that. That you, does it make you feel comfortable? Yeah, but I yeah. think, I think why not? Like if, if your partner. Yeah, what's is, the worst that can happen that you don't like it for a second? You and might fart. Something? That's it. <laughs> You know, it's not oh, a big really? deal. <laughs> you could. You could build up gas. Of course, you could build up gas. That shouldn't discourage you. That's funny. <laughs> I just did this Q&A this week yeah. and, um, about, like, funny things that happened in, in bed. And, like, so many people were talking about farting in each other's faces during rimming. Yeah. We talked about this before. Yeah. That yeah. that was a fear of yours. That happened in queefing. And, yeah. I mean, that's all so normal. Yeah. That part's so normal. I love it when someone's, Shitting like, in bed, apparently, is a thing, too. I mean, I haven't had, anal. like, a full shit in bed. No, but, like, a little bit because of anal. Yeah. 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 I mean. I'm okay with it. It's normal. I'll go wash after. It's fine. Yeah, and, like, uh, I mean, unless... You're putting it in the ass. Exactly. Get used to it. What do you it. want? <laughs> what, are you, what are you expecting? What are you expecting? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Man. But also, I think, apparently, some people, like, just release, like, tension when they have orgasms, and then sometimes they poop a little bit or something i guess so. i mean somebody i never, I never me had that i never had that bowel like fluidity after no, if somebody's neither. stimulating my prostate or anything no yeah that'd be hmm. interesting but i would think after i don't think i ever have to did i have to poop? did you after anal feel like you have to poop i don't think so no i don't think it's connected i think gas more so than actual yeah because pooping. i was just thinking i'm like did i ever have that like connection no i never had. yeah i don't remember <laughs> Never also did I sleep with her when she's like, oh, I got to go poop right now. Like, never. No. <laughs> never no, the no. case. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, but I thought it was interesting that people, I mean, you know, what people find funny in bed. But I think you just, like, get caught. Like, people just have, like, small little things. You know, they get caught outside sure. or inside by, like, sure. somebody. One story was kind of funny. Like, somebody had, like, their grandma walk in. Mm. And watch, and they didn't realize for a while. I mean, that's, God, that's insane creepy. to me. That's I'm like, creepy. why is this grandma still in the fucking room? Mm -hmm. She should not be there. Yeah. That's very creepy, grandma. So bizarre, grandma. What is up with you? Something's wrong with you. Mm. Uh, anyways, something else? 
Um, no, most of the questions were very like personal, kind of like, Can what I are you up you? to this summer? Oh huh? my God. Uh, I mean, some of them were like, how old are you? What are your, like, uh, when will we, when, when will we meet? Um, do you visit London often? Stuff like that. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Um, you're being totally Come to like... Switzerland instead and let's go hiking together in the Alps. Hiking what Alps? I don't know which Alps. I, I, like, I mean, gotta stay warm. It's pretty cold up there. Um, oh my god! I haven't had really good sex in a while. Can you help a sister out? Oh my god! <laughs> what? Can you help a sister? Out? So, well, maybe we should help you out in a different way. You maybe. know, not with exactly, your dick. Exactly. So, what do you think should somebody do who wants to have better sex? Well, um, this is our last question for it, today. It's it a great question. It's interesting because the person messaged me and she mm -hmm. asked me, she's like, hey, is it okay with you if I reach out to you? Because she, she said, I really want you to be my teacher. I'm 41. <laughs> I've only had sex with one person. Oh, and wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mm -hmm. incredible. And she obviously seems like she has a lot that she wants to experience, but she's never met the right partner. And I told her, like, look, like, it's a lifelong journey where you try and you see and you meet people. And I'm sure there's someone out there that really matches your energy and can give you the pleasure yeah. that you need. And it's 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 about not giving up really. Well, I do think that the first step to this is to be fair because I wonder sometimes why you know I haven't had that much bad sex and I'm sure no. there's an element of luck involved. Sure. Um but I think one of the biggest reasons is that I know my own body so well. True. Right. That's a big so difference. definitely to start, if you want to have better sex, is to understand yourself better. One hundred percent. Things that you like, uh, definitely masturbate more. Oh my god, toys. try different toys. Yeah. Try anal plugs, like d different dildos, different. It's better than toys. watching porn, honestly. It is just like I mean, you can also watch porn while sure. you do it, but I think there's something about you learning how your body functions in different scenarios yes. that will help you a lot having better sex with a partner because you can communicate it, you can show them. Exactly. Um, and you do also, I think, I really believe this. Okay, if this is really true, I don't know. Mm -hmm. You get more sensitive, I think. Because, so there's something about, um, because there's this theory, right? If you use a lot of sex toys, but you can become less sensitive. But actually, this is not how nerve endings work. Mm -hmm. Right? Normally a nerve ending, the more it's stimulated, the sen more sensitive it becomes in general sure. to stimulation. Sure. So actually it can be trained a little bit. Like the clitoris is way bigger, right? And goes underneath our lips. Yeah. Behind. It's called the legs of yeah. the clitoris. So you have a lot of nerve endings bundled underneath your lips, girls. So there is a way to like come by just stimulating the lips. Mm -hmm. But often it doesn't happen the first time you try it because the nerves still need to be um, nearly activated. Sure, makes so sense. So you have to practice it. And the more you practice it, the more sensitive your lips become. So saying that is then you'll go into a partner experience. Yes. You'll also be more sensitive. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you'll be able to tell your partner, hey, my lips are really sensitive. Yeah. Because I trained them. Exactly. <laughs> I think, but I think also depending on the toys it could also be misleading in the sense if you're not experienced enough or don't know your body well enough you only expect pleasure a certain way or a certain True. sensation or a certain rhythm that if your partner doesn't hit those chords then you don't feel fulfilled mm. so it's also important to be 
try different things, not just stick to one thing that you enjoy because totally. you want to see what your range is, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe that, that can happen that if you just, because there's different or, kind of orgasms as a yeah. woman, especially. Yeah. We just organize them in different ways, like yeah. nearly every time. Questions. And I please, think that yes. I have, have so many still that mind to we it's having, you know, and having yeah. like this. So like you this send us stuff, you yeah, read yeah. it of sensation, tell a story, and please becoming do. more attentive um, to and different try to get Aquaman to do a road of sex teaching, <laughs> like a road trip of sex <laughs> teaching, <laughs> all through uh, Europe. The Aquaman camp. Oh my God! Can you imagine? Squirting one on one, yeah. Ooh, anal four. Anal four or what? Exactly. Level four. <laughs> oh my god! All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank you. Thank you for being here, Aquaman. Of course, thank you for having me. Always. Always lovely. Love you. Love you too. Amen. 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 Thank you guys so much for listening to the Pussy Church Podcast. Also, check out Aquaman's Instagram at AquamanXOX, where you can ask him any questions you'd like to ask. Also, check out my new book. The sale went live this week on TalesOfLaura.com, and you can use promo code Laura10 for the early bird special to get 10% off your first order. If you like today's show, please, please, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It helps us keep the show going. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would be amazing too. See you next Sunday.